With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. He'll get you the sports and it when that he can. It's Mike Francis on the fan. Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM. WFAN. From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesa on the fan on this Monday, the 25th day of September after a Yankee win. Yanks, we'll see them next week as they'll take on the Minnesota Twins in the wild card game. So, uh, and congratulations to Judge on uh, his record-breaking season. Uh, but that's about all we'll do on baseball today. The Yankees will move center stage next week as we get ready for the uh, start of the postseason, which you know they'll be in on Tuesday night in the wild card game. Um we won't, probably won't get to much of Carmelo yet. I'll give you a couple of thoughts on that later on. I know that happened. You know, today's a day you didn't need a day baseball game, especially one where the Yanks had already pretty much set up their fate. Uh, what you needed was to get on the air. I would have gone on the air at 8 o'clock this morning after what happened in football yesterday. I mean, especially with the Giants. I mean, you know, there's two parts to this. One is where the Giants are right now, and congrats to the Jets because they probably won't get enough of a uh, – they probably won't get enough time today, and they deserve it after a terrific performance yesterday. So congratulations to them. So we get that out of the way for you Jet fans. Um, off the Giants' performance, and of course what went on in the NFL yesterday. So there are two very uh, big themes here, where the Giants are, and we'll have Eli Manning in 20 minutes, and this whole NFL thing. So since we have Eli at 5, let me begin with the Giants, and then I'll get to the whole bigger picture NFL a little later in the program so that we give we have enough time for that. I'm sure some of that will carry into tomorrow's show. But, you know, it was just an odd Monday for with a Yankee day game on a day where you're going to have a, you know, a very big show of stuff going on. But let me begin with the Giants, and let me begin with – their plight at 0-3 off a terrible loss yesterday. And you can say they fought back. They did. They fought back a couple of times. They finally got some explosiveness. They finally got the offense going for a couple of minutes, which, you know, eventually had to happen. I mean, it is three games into the season. But there are so many distressing things from yesterday's game. I mean, how dumb they were at the end of the game how badly they messed things up and took a game that absolutely at worst should have gone to overtime. I mean, any one of six or seven things happened, that game goes to overtime. So the way they botched that game up, and they botched it up because they didn't have a full idea of exactly what they wanted to do. If they did, they wouldn't have botched it up as bad as they did. And then, of course, you have a, you know, a bad punt, which nobody put into the equation. But what they did after the punt, what they did before the punt, was just utterly just... Ridiculous. Now, before that, you get to all the missed opportunities in the game. 
You get to all the mistakes in the game. You get to what happened before the half. You get to how many TDs they squandered. And then you get to the fact that, and this is the one that will even distress you more, how many times the giant defense absolutely collapsed yesterday and we watched a team run over, through, and absolutely embarrass the giant running defense, which is what this team was built on last year. Their greatest strength was you couldn't run on them. Yesterday, everybody ran uh, ran over them, around them, through them, whenever they pleased. So now you have 0 and 3 and you're not even can you're not even worried at this point about the things that you don't think you can fix. Now you have so many more things that you never even thought were problems to deal with. On the defensive side of the ball, Apple's play which you know at some point has got to be addressed. You know, there is talent there, but his inability to make plays in coverage and the amount of mistakes, big mistakes he makes in coverage are just almost hard to, hard to really grasp. They're so, they're so plentiful. On top of that, things you never saw, and you want to blame it on Vernon going out. You, know, you can blame it on a million things. But you saw things happen to the Giant defense yesterday you don't expect to happen. So you have to carry that now going forward at 0-3 with absolutely no margin. And on top of that, then you have this whole issue following this team. And to me, it is now something that is a theme that is running through this team. And that's why you don't see any of these mistakes getting corrected. Because you cannot coach a team when you're going to look the other way. And this head coach on so many occasions, has looked the other way through all the utter nonsense that has gone on, and that's why you don't get discipline, and that's why you don't get good play and smart play. You get mistakes, blatant mistakes, penalties at the wrong moments, bad decisions at the worst possible times, and just dumb football. And dumb football loses every time. And it happens over again. And then you have the deliberate stuff that goes on. And obviously, I'm dealing now with Beckham. And what I saw yesterday, and the fact that it was not addressed, is not only utterly outrageous, to me, it's the last straw. I mean, the idea that, listen, we can all, and I'm going to hear from fans about how talented he is and all the great plays he made. And listen, he is that good. Too many drops. Way too many drops for a great player. And he is a great talent. Maybe not a great player yet, but a great talent. Explosive. Unstoppable. All true. Catches he makes in the end zone. The, the second one, you can't even describe it. It's so good. It does not take away with the deliberate just the absolute brazen, deliberate way he runs things now and does it. And he basically told you yesterday, I'm not stopping. I don't care. Live with it. And you can't have a team where a immature, highly talented, 
but immature and selfish player is going to set the agenda for your team. And that is what the Giants from Mara to Tish to Reese to the head coach are now allowing that to happen. He told you yesterday, I'll do what I want when I want and you'll live with it. You can't run a team that way. You cannot have a team that way. You can't have those kind of things happen. You can't kick off, you know, after a 15-yard penalty and then say, I'll do what I want when I want. And forget, forget what it does just to the football team. Forget the mistakes on the field and what the position that puts that team in. But you think other players don't notice that he isn't reprimanded for what he does? Which is why a rookie on his first touchdown ever, be grabbing his crotch. And that, well, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. Not a word, didn't mean it. And yesterday, the game announcers even said we watched. It was Beckham's antics were not addressed by the coach. That was their quote. They said, we're watching. We don't see him on the screen the whole time. They're watching. That was what the announcer said. Now, after the game, next question. They went to Beckham, reporters doing their job, went to Beckham. You heard Beckham's comments. You all saw him. I'll do what I want. It's going to continue. It's what I want to do. It's the price you pay. You cannot Run it. I don't care how good you think he is. I don't care how important you think he is. You cannot run a team that way. It is incredibly destructive. And one thing that you notice about the Beckham era, they're not winning. They haven't won since he got here. Look at the record. Look at the overall record. Show me where the playoff wins are. Show me what the entire mood of this is. And that's where you go from that to the kind of dumb plays and big mistakes and stuff that doesn't get corrected because you can't have a little discipline on a team. You can't have sporadic discipline on a team. You either have a man in charge or you don't. And even today, I'll give you what the head coach said when asked. Go ahead. All right, McAdoo here. Uh, start off talking about yesterday's game. Is this, uh, do we, we have the thing, the, the, the piece? We already know the answers to. Uh, when things go well, sometimes no. everything well, I don't want to listen to the whole thing, guys. I want the part where he said it, okay? Clean, Thank clean. you. Turn it off. I mean, guys, come on now. All right? Give me the part where he said it. I don't want to listen to the whole thing. Uh, come on. Well, I'll have to paraphrase now, okay? He said... Look at the good plays. Let's count. Let's let's zero in to paraphrase. Let's zero in on the good plays. Let's zero in on the good things he did. In other words, like yesterday, next question. In other words, we are not addressing it. In other words, I'm not in charge. He's in charge. He made it very clear yesterday who's in charge. And that's why you have a team run amok right now. And on top of it, Forget the idea of what it has done to the team and what it does in decaying the team. And that decays football teams. Lack of discipline, mistakes being accepted, that kind of behavior being accepted, which has gone on since he's been here, decays football teams. 
It can't be tolerated. I don't care how good he is. There has to be a level of of discipline and decorum. And then on top of it, how about we talk about taste? How about we talk about class? And for that, I blame them ownership. You're going to let your players, the Giants have always stood for something. And they're not always perfect. And they haven't always had angels. And they've had their issues. And they've had their problem players. And they've had all the things that everybody else has. But as an organization, they've always tried to do it with some dignity and some class. Because that's what they believed in. That's what Mr. Mara believed in. And I mean Wellington. That's what they believed in. And that's what I thought they would carry forward. But if they're going to condone this guy to lift his leg in the end zone and tell me that's now giant football and that's emblematic of our star player, then you know what? Shame on them. I thought you were better than that. What he did yesterday, despite all his brilliance on the field, you know what happened? They lost. And again, we saw more antics from a self-centered, Very talented, self-centered, completely spoiled, out-of-control player. And the Giants don't have the first iota of an idea how to control this player. All right, here was the head coach when I asked about, it was asked yesterday in the postgame, he said, next question. Asked directly, guys doing their job, next question. Here he was today when it was broached again on a conference call. Go ahead. We should be talking about uh, the way he played. He made some great uh, great plays in the ball game yesterday. Some tremendous plays, game-changing plays. Um, I'd rather be talking about that than, than the celebration penalty. Uh, I mean, it's real simple. Uh, I don't want to kick off from the 20-yard line. It doesn't help our team. Uh, it makes it tough on the, on the players who are covering kicks, and it makes, a, it makes an impact in field position. It's not real simple anymore. It's not real simple. And if it's over your head, then pass it off to somebody who's got the guts to do it. It's not real simple. You want that to represent who you are as a team? You want that to represent that's what you want to be about in this league? You want to be about that every day? You want to be about those kind of actions? You want to be about kids grabbing their crotch and this stuff, this nonsense, and then he tells you after the game, get used to it, own it, because I'll do it, and that's the price you pay? Giants had Shockey here. He was a lunkhead. They never, ever disciplined him. Ernie Acorsi thought he had the next great player. Never disciplined him. The Giants let him run amok. He ran amok. He ran his career into the ground. And you know what? Never saw the the big games or the big wins here. And how ironic they happened when he left. This team has won nothing with this player. They have done, they've had one winning season and their fourth season is cascading into a collapse. You do not want that to be what you're about and that shouldn't be something anybody has to tell that team. What I want to hear from, what I expect to hear from ownership, from from the coaches, I'm embarrassed by that. It won't happen again. And he's off afterwards. You know, listen, if he is so consumed and self-centered that he has to be off standing up, mugging to the crowd after he makes a great play, that it's not enough that he lets his play stand for it, and he's so out of control, you know what? That you can live with. It's harmless. Let him go over there and mug to the crowd when the game's going on. Fine. 
but you cannot send that message to this league. That cannot be what you stand for. And the fact that you are either feel that you're going to lose the player or somehow feel that you're going to take the play out of this player, if you discipline him, you know what? He has you completely bamboozled. It's outrageous. And not only that, not, not even to be upset about it. To act like you have to eat that. Why? And those kind of breakdowns is why, is why you get breakdown after breakdown on this team. Because that just leads to more trouble and, more, and lack of discipline all the way down the line. You can't be selective in how you discipline a football team. You can be, the, the, you can be completely selective about how you criticize a football team. We've seen that. I can go after Eli because he's not going to come back at me, but I'm not going after my wide receiver. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not going near my wide receiver. The first time he criticized Beckham, we will all fall over. Despite this outrageous behavior, and that's what it is. Listen, no one can dispute what he can do on the field. But you know what? The price is too high. Because you're going to lose... Not only your dignity and your class, but you're not winning anything with this guy anyway. You haven't won anything. We know he can play. We know he can catch the ball. We've also seen him drop the ball plenty of times, too. I'm not saying he's not an explosive player. He's enormously explosive. But you know what? At what price did his team?